Hey friends, welcome to the Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things podcast. A podcast that's not about growing marijuana or gardening, but is about living in radical faith and full submission to God. I'm sure glad you're here. The Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things podcast is hosted by me, Connie Lawson, and airs Mondays and Fridays on your favorite podcasting platform. Be sure to check me out on social media, both Instagram and Facebook at Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things. You can also go to our website at blog.weedseedsandbeautifulthings.com to leave your prayer requests or a comment and to read our blog whenever I write one, which is not very frequently because speaking is my jam, not writing. Anyway, I'm so glad you're here. Let's get this show started. Hey friends, glad you're here. I'm your host, Connie, to the Weed, Seeds, and Beautiful Things podcast, and I am doing a video session and also going to use this audio for the podcast. So when I say, as you can see, people, I've gotten a massive haircut, you listening just to the podcast and your normal platforms won't be able to see, but you can go look it up on the YouTube channel, Weed, Seeds, and Beautiful Things, and see it for yourself. I sometimes get in a mood where I think something needs to change. And then I go and lop off my hair or paint a wall a different color or start a new mural. So if you're watching this on YouTube in the comments below, drop me uh, your comment and tell me what you do when you get in a, a mood. What does it look like? Do you read a book? Do you cook? Do you go and buy a new pair of shoes? Or do you do some massive project like me or make some massive change like get a tattoo or nose ring. Anyway, I'm certainly glad to be here with you. This is the last week before our daughter will be born and the Lord has really worked pretty miraculously in that. We were facing her being of small size just a few weeks ago and they were very concerned about that and I know that so many people have been praying very uh, fervently for our family and our baby just began to grow and so I have made it um, today is actually 38 weeks and she will be born next week and so if you think of it please pray for a smooth uh, delivery and for no surprises. I've been really thinking about why this stuff happened. Like, you know, everything again was moving moving along really smoothly and going like it was supposed to go. And I, you know, have taken kind of some stock of over my emotions and my heart and my thoughts through this pregnancy. And I've noticed that once again, when things got smooth uh, and they were seeming to be working out, I kind of jumped over onto the track of, again, feeling quite sure that the Lord was going to do things a certain way and that he, you know, was going to respond in a certain way. Although it wasn't really conscious at the time, I think that when we as humans, as people, get too comfortable, it is such a natural um, response to start to leave the hard-fought truths that we find ourselves working towards in our spiritual life when things are more difficult. And the Lord so um, tenderly and gently realigned my thoughts and my heart by showing me um, with this uh, kind of issue in our pregnancy that came up with the small uh, fetal growth that, Connie, you need to rely on me, not on 
the assurances of this world, not on the assurances of doctors, not on the assurances of, you know, your decided miracle, but just on me. And so it is really tricky to stay on that fine line where we're totally dependent and reliant on Jesus and that Jesus is enough and that whatever Jesus allows in our life, whatever, you know, happens, we have a confidence and a just a deep steel knowledge, a concrete anchor that can't be moved, that we are able to go, I don't like this circumstance or this situation, but I know my God and my God is all that I need. And so through this issue in the pregnancy, I was able again to see how easy it is to get off that track of being fully reliant on Jesus and to start trusting in other things and to start putting my hope into other things and to start letting my despair run away with me. You know, also through that, I struggled with feeling like, well, I never get it right. I'm always messing up. And that's another thing I wanna address today is when God shows us something, when he shows us an area of inadequacy in our life, he shows us an area of sin, when he convicts us, that is evidence of his love. It's not evidence of his condemnation. And I think that we so often get very confused and we buy into the lie that if we are not getting it right, then somehow we're failing God and that God can't be pleased with us when we are either doing the same things over and over again, having the same struggles, or we are sinning and we either we know it, but we have a struggle with stopping, or maybe it's stuff that we don't know. And then when he shows it to us, we feel so terrible about ourselves. And so I wanna kind of split that down the middle and give you some pointers on how you can be assured that Jesus showing you sin in your life or an area of weakness or inadequacies that you have is the very definition of love. And it shows that you are walking close enough to him for him to be able to speak to you. And so all of that is a gift. When we we talk about, um, maybe some of you have heard the term progressive sanctification. And what that is essentially meaning is that this life is a journey. When we become saved, when we accept Jesus to be our personal Lord and Savior, that's the big deal thing. That's the big ticket item. But after that, it's not like we get saved and somehow everything that we've struggled with before disappears and we we get it. So progressive sanctification means that this life is a journey. And not only is it a journey, but it's a hard journey. And it's actually in scripture, Jesus makes it very plain that it's harder to be a Christ follower in this life than it is to be an unbeliever. Because when we follow Christ, we are essentially dying to ourselves and accepting the way of uh, purity and righteousness and uh, that glorifies God. And all of those things go against this natural nature that we have, the sin nature and the entropy in the world or the, the downturn of everything. And so life just is hard. And so it's also hard to be a Christ follower. It's hard to, you know, go through life without struggling. 
And so we can so easily get pulled into believing these lies that when we make mistakes, God is mad at us. Or when he shows us something, it's because he's disappointed. And I would like to say to you and impress on you that it's the opposite. Yes, when we sin, it makes God sad. Yes, you know, we don't ever want to grieve the Holy Spirit. I'm not minimizing sin, but I also think that there's a side of it that we miss. We miss the beauty of confession. We miss the beauty of being able to embrace. And by embrace, I don't mean draw in and love our sin, but embrace the fact that we are really broken and that really broken people are what God pursues. Scripture talks about that he came for those who are sick. He came for those who need a physician. He didn't come for those that think that they have it all together. And we hear this in church so much of the time where, you know, come as you are and, you know, you're worthy and this, that, and the other thing. And that's not what I'm saying either. I'm not saying you're worthy because we're not worthy. But what I'm saying is, is that your brokenness in the hands of God is a very precious thing. And he doesn't run away from us because we struggle to get it right. He runs towards us. And what we do is we feel so guilty and we accept, sometimes we accept the truth of our sin where we go, yes, I'm sinning, I'm doing something wrong. But then along with it, we take on shame and we take on God must hate me. He must be disappointed in me and I'm a loser and I never get it right. Those are lies from Satan because when God shows us our sin, it says in the scriptures that that's what a loving father does to his children and that no child likes discipline in the moment. It's always painful. But when we look at discipline as God training us because he loves us, and you can't train somebody that you're not close enough to have, you know, a a relationship with. So when you face things that you're struggling with, when you face inadequacy, when you feel like a loser, I want you to remember Look at it, pull it out and say, what am I doing that's making me feel bad? What sin am I committing? And go, Lord, it's this. And I thank you for showing that to me. And then reject shame and failure and feeling like a loser. Because when you are in Christ, there is no condemnation. And condemnation means that heavy penalty of judgment over sin. Yes, it is wrong when we sin. It doesn't mean that it's right, but it means when you're a believer, when you bring those things to Jesus, he forgives you every time. And progressive sanctification means you face one thing and then the next thing and then the next thing and the next thing. So when you are in a season of facing what you feel like is a landslide of things that you just can't get right. You need to understand that that's a gift. That's a gift because you are being given the opportunity, friend, to one thing after another, submit these things to Jesus, confess, to turn away from them, and to seek his helping hand to overcome them. And that's the thing. If he is showing you something, he is ready to help you deal with it. And the precious thing in scripture is it tells us that Jesus gives us things when we're ready, when we're ready to understand them, when we're ready to uh, perceive them, when we're ready to take them on. There have been so many times in my life on my healing journey where 
I thought that I was ready for something and you know the Lord would gently gently speak to me and he would gently hold back different things from me because I wasn't ready and then when I was ready to address it he would put that thing in my pathway over and over again until I was able to overcome it but he didn't slam it on me all at once you see Jesus sees the whole of who we are everything about us the conscious the subconscious the thoughts, the deep thoughts, the desires, the unspoken pains, the unspoken um, dark thoughts, dirty thoughts, desires, emotions. He knows everything that we could be, everything that we would have been. He knows every step we'll take. And I could go on and on and on telling you the depth that Jesus knows you. And he knows you completely right now. He knows me as the 37-year-old. He knows everything that I've been through, that I've done, and that I'm going to do. He knows who I'm going to become before I die or before I'm taken home. And the thing is, is that even in knowing all of that, he pursues me. And just as he pursues me, he is pursuing you. And so anytime that you feel like a loser or you feel like you have messed up one too many times or that God is only showing you things in your life because you're a disappointment to him, I want to assure you that that's not true. Jesus shows us our sin because he loves us and because he wants to help us overcome. And our inadequacy is too much for us, but it has never been too much for him. I want to read you a couple sentences to close here from a journal entry that I wrote talking about this very thing. And it says this, when we love him deeply, he will show us clearly. Seeing our sins is a part of seeing clearly. He is showing me my sin because he knows that I love him and he loves me. I am not surrendered to live whatever life God has ordained for me to live. Him showing me that is evidence that he loves me. That was a particular sin that I was struggling with at that time. And then I want you to understand that whenever we seek to be filled any other way than through the arms of Jesus alone, we are always only going to be disappointed. And so friend, just be encouraged that your sin, even your sin when you're a believer doesn't have to separate you from Jesus anymore. It doesn't. His death and resurrection on the cross has made it possible for you to always have a place. And your God knows you completely and intimately, and he loves you and he pursues you. So you need to be encouraged. Hold your head up. The God that you serve is a lifter of your head and a lover of your soul. Anytime that you feel condemned or you feel like you have done too much or gone too far, that's a lie from Satan and you can choose to turn away from it. 
It doesn't matter how you feel. It matters what the truth is. And the truth says that Jesus died on the cross for your sins. And if you have accepted him to be your personal Lord and Savior, then you can choose to live in that freedom today. And God never turns away from his children. It says in his word that he will never leave you or forsake you and that he loves you. I hope that you will come back to the show and be praying for me and my family as we enter this next week. And guys, I would love to pray for you. If you have a prayer request, you can reach out in the comment section on the YouTube channel or on Facebook or Instagram at Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things and then blog.weedseedsandbeautifulthings.com on the web. I look forward to seeing you next time. Bye.